Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for inviting me here to speak today. Um, I lived in the Bay Area for 40 years, and two years ago made the journey up to Placerville um, for a myriad of reasons. And sometimes it's very quiet, which is lovely, and sometimes it's very quiet, which, you know, gets a little lonely. So <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> so I've never been to this meeting. Um, the book that I chose uh, to read from is Abstinence. If you're familiar with that book, it's a new publication, relatively new, the second edition. Um, and I love it. It's members of OA share their experience, strength, and hope. And I just typically turn the, open the book, turn the page, you know, to whatever page I open to and read it. And so this today, for those of you who have it handy, it's on page 172. So a bouquet for abstinence. About four months ago, I established a working relationship with a loving higher power and the food obsession had been removed. Since then, I've been experiencing the contented abstinence so often spoken of in OA. One day last week, however, I got into self-pity so intensely that before I knew what hit me, the obsession was back. I was at work and not feeling well. I planned to go home early to try and get some rest when all of a sudden the idea hit me. I'll stop by the nearest store on my way home and get all my favorite binge foods. Yes, all of them. Pile them in front of the TV and eat just like old times. I was actually planning to go through with it. I was tired of feeling bad and desperately wanted to pick me up. Something deep inside shouted at me to stop and think about what I was doing. Did I actually want to go get back into that old behavior? Yes, I shouted back to the voice inside. I'll just go ahead and get it over with. Then it won't bother me anymore. I rationalized. How many times have I used that line before? Before I left work, I decided to listen to my inner voice for a minute. What was I feeling? What did I really need? Hmm. I said to myself, I'm feeling down because I'm sick and bored from sitting around all week. What I really want is to have some fun. My old way of having fun was to binge and watch TV, but that didn't work anymore. What else could I do? I thought for a while about what I might enjoy doing. I love to read, so I decided to go home and curl up with a good book. I bought a while back and hadn't yet had the chance to read. <clears throat> That sounded like fun. Then I remembered what I heard my sponsor say several times. If you're getting into negative behavior, choose to do something positive to counteract it. It's impossible to, both, to be both negative and positive towards yourself at the same time. Then it struck me, I'll go buy myself some flowers. I immediately forgot all about the planned binge and started thinking about what kind of flowers I could treat myself to. I decided to get the flowers and spend the rest of the afternoon reading my book and enjoying them. I really got excited about the idea just as I once did about food. I headed for the nearest florist. To my delight, they had an arrangement designed for sending to a person who needs cheering up. It was just what I needed, filled with colorful flowers and festooned with rainbow decorations. It cost a little more than I had planned to spend, but I recalled all the times I spent twice that much on food. It was worth it. When the woman behind the counter said to go ahead and pick out a card and sign it, I thought, why not? I found one with balloons on it, wrote myself a little love note, and put it in the envelope. 
I didn't tell her the flowers were for me. It felt kind of neat. I thought of all the times I'd bought huge quantities of food at the grocery store and the funny looks and comments I'd gotten from the people behind the counter. This sure felt a lot better than that. I had a wonderful afternoon reading my book and enjoying my flowers. The best part is that it's been a week and those flowers still look pretty. If I'd binged, it would have been over in about 15 minutes and I would have been miserable. Each time I looked at my flowers this past week, I remembered how good it felt to do something loving for myself. Those flowers saved my precious abstinence. This is from Tallahassee, Florida. So I just, um, and I'm not sure if this is the procedure, if I'm now supposed to talk about that share. Is that about right? Okay, cool. So I'm going to first share my screen um, because most of you don't know me. Are you seeing the image? Okay, so the top picture was me. I know it says 150 pounds. Um, this was in um, 2009. I was probably 190 pounds. Um, and the bottom picture is me with my two boys who are now uh, 21 and 27. So this was right before I started the program. Um, and this was the mother they had to contend with. I have other pictures that I'm not going to bore you with, but I just wanted you to see uh, what I was then physically and what I am now physically, um, except for the uh, graying COVID hair, which I make no apologies for. <laughs> but uh, I have a crown of highlights, as how I like to put it. So I'm just going to stop sharing. Um, and my comments on this reading um, is really, you know, the fact that she went out and bought flowers and read a book, that's great. You know, she found herself a hokey card. That's wonderful. But what struck me about this was before I left work, I decided to listen to my inner voice for a minute. What was I feeling? What did I really need? And I say to myself, when I do my uh, 11th step in the morning, because I do it at night, where I look at my previous 24 hours and I, I check in to see, did I feel resentful, selfish, self-centered, jealous, fearful, whatever, and I write down, and if I do, need to do a 10th that I didn't catch earlier, I do that. But one of the things I write down, things to remember for the day ahead, is to pause, to pray, and then proceed. And that's what, that's what I got out of this. Before I decided, before I left work, I decided to listen. And whatever we call that inner voice, whether we call it God, higher power, the flower on the rock, whatever, <laughs> if it's the better part of me, whatever it is, to pause before we rush headlong into it. And the other thing that this story reflected for me is the self-pity. She was wallowing in self-pity. And right now, I find myself, now that we're at 5,762nd day of COVID isolation, um, I find that there are times where I am feeling self-pity. I'd really like to be able to see my girlfriend. 
Uh, I'd really like to travel to the Bay Area and see some of my friends in my old neighborhood. Um, I'd really like to go to these trade shows that I help organize. And the last thing I went to was at Moscone Center last February. And, uh, you know, a dozen people came down with COVID at that event. So, um, so that self-pity does drive me to, oh, maybe I'll just have an extra cheese stick. Or what about that extra handful of nuts? And I really have to pause. And if that pause means going outside and taking a walk in this beautiful countryside where, you know, I'm sitting there feeding my chickens and a deer walks by and stares at me like, what the hell are you doing here? (laughs) I have so much beauty around me. Why don't I just pause, pray, spend some time when it was warmer out, I would go outside and meditate. And sometimes it's calling a fellow. Um, And, you know, I've been in this program now. It's 11 years. I started in 2009. And I um, have been through a lot in this program. I've been through, um, you know, my husband developed cancer. My two sons became suicidal. And we walked through that and came out, thank God, came out the other end. Um, And I've been through the death of my father and this move and selling a house that I lived in, a beautiful Victorian for 20 years, I didn't eat over it. And I could have, um, but I, I didn't. Now, is my abstinence perfect? Hell no, I wish it were. But I have been told that the day we reach perfection is the day they put you in the ground. You know, and so, yes, I do screw up. Do I beat myself up like I used to? No. Uh, Do I beat up my sponsees like I used to? (laughs) No. I am a recovered sponsor. I guide people. Today I got a phone call from my sponsee saying, hey, on Thursday I made something with sugar and I ate it and I have to confess. (laughs) And, And did I... Did I beat her up? No. I wanted her to write down what it was that was driving her towards it. And it turns out that her Christmas was very different this year because her kids got divorced and there's somebody missing that was normally there. And her daughter's having a real hard time with it, so she's having a hard time with it. So all we could do is look at what it was. We ask for you know, humility when we think that we know everything and our, we're too big for our britches or whatever. We ask God to replace pride with humility. And, and that's, you know, what all we can do. We are human. This is a disease. It's a chronic disease. Some of us are blessed with from day one. We've had abstinence and we've never looked back. But most of us have had times of breaks or relapse, or whatever we want to call it. It's, you know, but when we look at why, and we learn and grow from that with humility, then we can course correct. It's not a straight path from from starting this program 
to abstinence. I have been very fortunate in that I have not um, had flour or sugar in 11 years. Um, that's one of my aspects of abstinence. There are other foods that I cannot touch that other people can, mostly dried fruits and nuts. I just can't do it. You give me a, a, a couple of raisins and I'm going to go into the whole bag nose first. Um, same thing with nuts, even nuts that I don't like that much. It doesn't matter. I mean, I don't know what it is. Can't do it. So I ha I've learned to stay away. And, and then there's those circumstantial things. I can have cheese if it's weighed and measured, but if I'm at a party and there's a cheese platter, I need to make a hard right away from that charcuterie and cheese tray. I cannot do it. So it's not just the specific foods, but it's the circumstances, the behaviors. Do I eat when I drive? Do I eat when I watch TV? Do I eat when I read? For me, those are, you know, a, a slip if, if I do that. So anyway, I am very blessed to be in this program. I wish you all a happy and healthy new year, one full of vaccinations and no COVID <laughs> and being able to hug each other again, a year of abstinence and um, good friendships and I hope to see you at the uh, L.A. birthday party. <laughs>